Hey guys, welcome back to Late Night Murder. We're your hosts. I'm Nicole. I'm Chase. And thanks for joining us this week. We will be going to Phoenix, Arizona. And we're going to talk about a doozy. Okay. A doozy doozy. A doozy doozy. Mm-hmm. All right. Chase and I wanted to put in here real quick before we got started on this week's doozy of a case. We just really appreciate all the support that the true crime community has given us, and we love that you guys are following along and can't wait to the next episodes. It makes us so excited, and we're thinking about putting out more and more episodes, not just the once a week. It'll always be free to listen to Late Night Murder, but if you wanted to show your support and buy us a coffee, you're more than welcome to visit our Patreon and check that out. Hey guys, just a trigger warning. In this episode, we'll be talking about torture, kidnapping, body dismemberment, as well as murder. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. So you know that saying, snitches get stitches? Yeah. Well, this case takes that statement to the extreme. Okay. So let's set the scene. We're going to Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. It is August 5th of 2009, around 5 a.m. Okay. Phoenix fire crews are called out to a church parking lot on Wednesday the 5th to a garbage can in the back parking lot of the church that is ablaze. It's on fire. The garbage can is? Mm -hmm. It's like a big dumpster type. Okay. So as the firefighters are taming the flames, some of them spot a badly charred body that is stuffed inside this garbage can. Oh, God. Yeah. Like I said, it's a doozy. Okay. So immediately they call police, investigators get there, and the best identification they can do at this point is that it is a white male in his mid-40s-ish. Okay. So at this point, investigators are trying to identify the body to figure out where to go from here. They don't really have anything to go on, except they have a body that's been burnt inside a garbage can. All right. These are puzzle pieces. The puzzle will come together. Okay. They were having trouble identifying this body, not only due to the burns, but also the injuries that this person had sustained. Okay. So here's a trigger warning that it's going to get a little brutal. Already? Yeah, we're going to go over the autopsy. Okay. <clears throat> so the autopsy found that this body had been burned beyond recognition. Okay. The legs had been chopped off. Oh, shit. And okay. Okay. An arm had also been partially cut off. Okay. So at this point, with the burned skin and everything, you'd think maybe they'll do dental records, right? That's what I was going to say right at first, yeah. Wrong. Uh, that was a no-go because all the teeth had been pulled from this body. Holy shit. Yeah. So the autopsy also found that there had been at least 50 stab wounds over this male body. 50? 50. Five, five zero. zero? Mm-hmm. Holy hell. Uh, the throat had been slit, and there was also a three-inch screw through this man's forehead that went into through his skull and into his brain. What yeah. the hell is going on? My God. So that was all found in the autopsy. However, none of this was the cause of death. What do you... How? Okay, just go ahead. 
Go ahead. So the limbs, the body had been dismembered after death, so post-mortem. Okay. And then the slit to the throat wasn't, it was really superficial. It wasn't enough to like hit the artery or anything like that. Okay. The coroner found that all these wounds were in various stages of healing, meaning that this person was alive while these things were happening because his body had started to heal. Holy shit. From the stab wounds and the teeth and the throat and things like that. So the official cause of death was listed as strangulation from a TV wire, like an electrical cord. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like I said, they have li- the police have little to go on at this point. They don't know how long the body was in the garbage can before it was set ablaze. They don't know if the body was dumped at the scene or if the person was killed there. Uh, police are able to identify this body by taking fragments of all 10 fingers to add it up to one single fingerprint. I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't either. Yeah, they took pieces of other, of what they could from all of his fingers and were able to get a print. Okay. And it matched that of Terry Neely. Okay. So let's talk a little about Terry Neely. He he was a 46-year-old man, and some reports I saw said that he couldn't walk at all. Others said he could walk minimally, but he had a motorized wheelchair for longer distances. So he was disabled of some sort. Okay. He lived in an assisted care facility. She, okay, what? Like I said, puzzle pieces. Okay. Uh, he actually hadn't been seen since August 2nd, and remember the body and the fire had been called in on the 5th. Mm-hmm. Terry is, was also reported to have a mental disability of some sort. It didn't go into details about that, but people around him said that he was a bit, quote, slow. Okay, I don't understand what he would how that would end up happening like i said puzzle pieces all right so people who knew terry described him as being really friendly easygoing uh and then on this i don't know if he wanted to brag about something for himself or like maybe give himself some credit to people in his neighborhood because he would go out of the care facility in his wheelchair and just like hang out around the neighborhood get to know everybody had a lot of friends that sort of thing Okay. Uh, But he did like to tell people that he worked for the police and also helped put people away. Oh, he would tell people that that he was a police officer? No, that he was a snitch. Oh, that he was a snitch? That he was an informant for the police. Okay. So with this identification of Terry, the police finally know where to begin their investigation. They start questioning people around the neighborhood. Okay. Okay. No one at the assisted living facility could imagine Terry having really enemies, and they really had no clue where he could have gone. Yeah. So how it works in, like, the assisted living facilities is you have a lot more freedom than, say, like, you have to sign out and be signed, like, signed back in by a certain time, those sorts of things. Okay. So as the police were questioning the neighborhood, one of the neighbors told the police that a woman named Angela Simpson should be looked into. This person also told police that they had actually seen Angela and Terry together doing drugs outside of an apartment complex before. Oh, okay. And it's suspected and like rumored that this person telling the police all of this is the apartment complex's manager, but I couldn't find anything to validate that. All right. He also tells police that a man named Edward McFarland, who went by the street name Cracker, Okay. Uh, had told 
the manager about the murder, about Terry's murder. Okay, but like, what is Terry not a good guy? So he has a criminal record. Like, he's been in jail before, and he does have like a history of drug abuse and use of drugs. Okay. All right. But I couldn't find anything. Okay. Beforehand. Well, I don't know. Just a, it surprises me a little bit that he's hanging around with with people that are that have street names. From what yeah. I could gather, it wasn't like the best neighborhood in Phoenix. Again, I don't know Phoenix, so maybe not. Hmm. Okay. And we'll get into a little bit more about Terry and his doings in a second. Okay. So, like I said, Cracker had told the complex's manager about the murder. Cracker told him that he had helped Angela get rid of Terry's body after Angela had killed him. Cracker also says that... Okay, so Cracker's saying that Angela killed him? Yes. Okay. Cracker also states that this Angela person threatens him afterward. If he tells anyone what happened, he would end up the exact same way. I'm having a really hard with with the Cracker nickname. Like, it's... I know. (laughs) Wait till you see this guy. Okay. Just, I don't know. What you're picturing... Fits it to a T. Okay. He's got, like, the name right across his neck. He's got it tattooed on him? Oh, yeah. I'll show you right now. This guy's got cracker tattooed on him. Correct. And this will be perfect. You can tell everyone else uh, what he looks like. See if he fits the picture in your mind. Yeah, that's pretty close. Honestly, I thought he'd be a little skinnier, but, yeah, he that's, you know, that's pretty close. Mm-hmm. He's the type of guy. He looks like the type of guy. Who has Cracker tattooed across his neck in terrible lettering. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. So this is what he's telling. This is apparently what he told the complex manager, and the complex manager is now telling the police. Yeah, but why is he not tell the police? We'll get there. Okay. I I know. It's just we barely started, so I don't know. I know. This one just hot and heavy again. (laughs) Okay. So with all this information and the story that Cracker supposedly has confessed to other people, police begin to question other locals in the neighborhood about Angela and Cracker. They all reported really similar things about these two individuals, that they would totally be people to do that. Cracker is saying that Terry Mm -hmm. and Angela would do drugs together? Yes. But he wouldn't? I don't know. Oh, I don't. I, I feel like I know. I feel like I know too, but okay. I couldn't find anything that said Cracker did drugs. I, I okay. All right. I didn't look too much into Cracker. <laughs> okay. All right. So like I said, the neighbors all agreed Cracker and Angela were people that if something bad happened, I'd definitely at least check into them. Uh, they also stated that Angela had been friends with Terry for a while and actually... Okay. And actually seemed to have quite a bit in common. Like I said, Terry, but as well, Angela were criminals and drug addicts who had spent time in prison beforehand. Uh, some statements even said they believe Terry was Angela's pimp. Terry was a pimp? Mm-hmm. Possibly. I couldn't find anything. I just can't so- imagine a pimp living in an assisted living facility. You know, I've worked in assisted living facilities, and I have met plenty of scary people. Well, you met a lot of pimps in there? I wouldn't be surprised if I did meet one. Okay, all right. Maybe I just am a little off base here, but I'm, that's surprising to me. Not everybody in care facilities are cute little 80-year-old ladies named Gladys. Okay. Also, that sneeze was our cat. Yeah. If you can't edit that out. Yeah. So like everyone had said, 
Terry and Angela had at least been acquaintances. They had met before. It's pretty well substantiated that he had procured her services in the past. Oh, okay. So is, is Angela, what is she? Is she a working girl? Is that what the deal is? Yeah, so let's talk about her right now. Okay. So we don't know much about her childhood growing up. There's not a lot of backstory. There is a little bit. What we do know is that she was in and out of hospitals for mental health reasons since the age of 10. Okay. She was sexually and physically abused and passed around multiple foster homes while growing up as well. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So from all this trauma, she started a drug habit as she got older that she then funded with prostitution. Okay. Um, just that whole cycle of she would have sex for money, use the money to pay her bills and for drugs, and then just continue down that cycle and down that road. She never actually held a real job. She is a mother to four children. Okay. Um, I know nothing else about them. She has always refused to talk about them. Anytime someone has tried to bring them up, she refuses, she shuts down, she won't talk about them. Okay. All we know is that she has four of them. What I was able to find is they've never really lived with her. They've always just been in custody of their grandma, Angela's mom. Okay. And then Angela's apartment, like you probably gathered, is in the same neighborhood as Terry's home in his facility. Mm-hmm. So like I said, they had met before and... It seems like maybe Terry had a crush on Angela, is what some people said, but then other people said that Terry was Angela's pimp, so I don't know what the real story was there. I couldn't find anything definitive, but either way, they had sexual relations okay. with each other. They knew each other, they did drugs together, they were acquaintances at least. Man, that's a weird situation. All right. So, like I said before, Terry liked to tell people that he was a, he was a police informant and he actually used to say he was a cia informant well it's just a weird thing for someone to say if they have a criminal past like Mm -hmm. if you if you have a criminal past i feel like you wouldn't really want to say that especially to other criminals i mean so how he told angela allegedly was hey i'm in with the police and when they do raids and busts and everything i'll let you know what's going on so you can Oh, so, around oh okay. So, so he he's, was... he's an informant against the police. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's what, that's what he's saying. Okay, I got it. Okay. Uh, that makes way more sense. Yeah. So, however, Angela just took this flat out that Terry was a snitch. Like I did. Like you did, yes. Okay. So, police head over to Angela's apartment. Okay. First thing they see before they even walk in the door, like walk up to the apartment, she was on the second floor is that they see an abandoned motorized wheelchair outside in the grass. Oh, fuck. Okay. With this discovery, the police go back, get a warrant, and search the inside of Angela's apartment. Right. So as they're inside the apartment doing the search, it's actually pretty bare. There's not that much. Uh, Police actually find that the carpet had been torn up in the main room. There's minimal furniture. It's it's literally just like a chair and a floor-length mirror that was propped up against the wall. Okay. So there's like a mirror up against the wall and a chair in front of the mirror. What the hell? All right. The other things that police found were a pair of needle nose pliers, a gallon of great value bleached by the sink, a lot of blood that looked like it had been attempted to clean up. Okay. So slam dunk. Yeah. Case is over. Mm-hmm. All right. See you next week. So where's Angela, though? So when police went to go find Angela, it was actually really easy. She was in custody. 
She, <laughs> she was already arrested? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Turns out she had been arrested on August 5th or 6th for committing armed robbery with Cracker. Oh, my God. Of course. <laughs> so police bring her in because they got to question her about this. They got to figure out what happened, right? Right. And she's like, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you everything. I'll confess. I'll, I'll tell you everything that happened. I want a Snickers and a soda. Hmm. That's it? That's it. Not not like immunity or like anything like that. She, she's like, oh, just give me a Snickers. Yep. So they get her a Snickers and a soda. I don't know what the soda was. I tried. I, I mean, found the candy trying, bar was she, a Snickers. She's playing like Betty White out there. Get her a Snickers. <laughs> Ridiculous. You're not you when you're hungry. Yeah, that's what it is. That's <laughs> what it is, isn't it? Good Lord. R.I.P. Betty White. Yeah. Oh. You forgot, didn't you? I did. Uh, once she got her snack, this is what she told police. So just to prepare you a little bit about what she says, I'm going to play a little clip of what Angela thinks of snitches and where they fall in her world. Oh, we have a clip of her yeah. talking? Or yeah, what? she does a lot of interviews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to play that right here. Chomos are definitely, definitely beyond any doubt the worst and most vile creatures on the planet. Yes, snitches then would come in second, and cops would be third. Yeah. How about people who murder other people? What about them? Where do they fall? In where? In your hierarchy. Of badness? They don't. <laughs> you want to throw murderers in with cops and chomos? Are you serious? You're kidding, right? <laughs> you can't put murderers in a category with f***ed up people. That doesn't make any sense. What the hell did I just listen to? Yeah, so at the beginning when she said chomo, that's actually slang for child molester. So she says it goes... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh my god, wow, holy so shit. in her world of bad, it goes child molesters, snitches, and then cops. Those are the three worst types of people in her world. Okay, I do think that child molesters is like, it's it's got to be like number one. I agree like, with it, her, yeah, on that I, one. I'm not, I can't say that I, I can't bring my, my mouth to say I agree with her on anything. She sounds insane. Did you hear her little laugh? God, it made my fucking hair stand up. I know, I left that in there. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yep. Cops are, are worse than murderers. In her eyes. Wow. Yeah. Fuck, what a crazy human being. Whoa. Oh, we're not there yet. Is there more? Oh, yeah, we'll get there. There's a couple more audio clips we'll play. Oh, my God. <laughs> that lie, that laugh. <laughs> okay, so now that we know how Angela feels about snitches. Yeah. Let's hear her account of events that happened on August 2nd. Okay. Are you ready? Probably not. So Angela states that she, quote, deceptively lured Terry into apartment 201, end quote. Okay. Which we knew was her apartment around 8 p.m. on August 2nd. Okay. So can, can he walk then? He can walk kind of, right? That's the thing. So some people said he can walk for little distances, just not a long time. Okay. So probably like getting, are you thinking like stairs? Yeah, because she's on the second floor. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was so, just wondering. Yeah. So I think, 
I don't know for sure. I didn't see any medical records or anything. But he could probably, like, stand for little distances. And they probably had a railing on the stairs. Okay. And she might have even helped walk him up the stairs. Well, yeah, I just think it would be difficult to get somebody up the stairs without causing a ruckus and, unless you they really did want to go up there. Oh, so. they did. She promised him sex and drugs. Okay. Yep, that would... that. Sounds like it would do it then. So he was gung-ho to go up there. Okay. Uh, she then, quote, sat him down and beat him with various objects so that he was bleeding but still awake and struggling, end quote. Okay. Some of these objects involved a tire iron as well as a hammer. Ugh. She also goes on to say that she then sliced his throat but not deep enough to kill him. She said she did that on purpose, huh? Mm-hmm. Jesus. She goes into more details, stating that during these entire three days of torture, because remember, she took him up to the apartment on the night of the 2nd, and he wasn't found till the morning of the 5th. Oh, God, this is just giving me chills. I can't. Mm-hmm. During that time, she had beaten him, slit his throat, part like, superficially. She had also pulled out all of his teeth with those needle-nose pliers that the police found in the apartment. Oh, my God. And she had also hammered a screw three inches into his brain. Ugh. And that didn't kill him? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Okay. So remember, just like we were talking about a second ago, Terry couldn't walk very well to begin with. Yeah. So he was just like a sitting duck, subject to all of this torture, which is terrible. I don't care what type of human you are, unless you're a child molester. Maybe do this. God, that's really, really horrible mm-hmm. so if you remember in the apartment the police found a chair in front of the mirror yeah angela says she did this she put it arranged it that way so terry had to watch what she was doing she said it was to quote show him what he deserved end quote because he was a snitch holy shit angela didn't give terry any food water or bathroom breaks during this time and then she says that Terry was growing weaker and weaker throughout the days. Right. Of course, yeah. Obviously, yeah. And Angela ended up getting bored and wasn't having fun anymore torturing Terry, so she decided to finish him off. Angela states that she tied an electrical wire around Terry's neck and tightened it until he stopped breathing and died. Oh, my God. And this trend of getting bored with these things happens again so she cuts his legs off after he dies but then got bored halfway through the first arm and stopped that's why his arms weren't completely removed oh my god what a psycho mm-hmm. angela then borrows a car from her friend cracker that we had talked about earlier loads terry's body up in the car drives him over to the church Finds a trash can, puts his remains inside, and set it on fire. Ugh. What the fuck? Good lord, how do you... That just... I mean, I guess it did leave a mess, like, you know what I mean? I meant to say, she is 33, doing all of this. Okay. So she's an adult. Well, yeah, she's definitely an adult. That's just... That's insanity. Mm Mm-hmm. I really feel like it would be, how does no one notice a, a body being taken out of a house or out of an apartment on, on the second store like that? Story. I mean, 
he was found around 5 a.m., so maybe it was dark outside. Ah, okay. I don't know. But how do you not hear the screams during? Yeah, no shit, yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God, that's so horrible. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So when police asked her why she had done this, Angela claims that she did every bit of this because Terry had told her he was a snitch for the CIA. Oh, God. Yeah, so she has never shown any remorse for any of it. Uh, Let's just listen to how she speaks in this interview right after she is sentenced. Well, I can tell... I can tell how... Just by the way she talked in the first clip there, that's just like... Like... I don't know. I don't know if she's just so far into the drugs that, like, I don't know. It's that was very chilling. Mm-hmm. I know you're like rubbing your thighs. Like my hands are sweaty just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm all clammy. Yeah, that's how I was researching it. I was like, oh, I kept like having to dry my hands off. It was ugh. Okay, is this you want to do this now? Yeah. Before we talk about the trial and sentencing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think this will just, yeah, we'll just play it now. Okay. Uh, you're very upfront. Pretty much. About talking about this killing. Right. You, you murdered this man. Yes. You tortured him. Of course. There is no ambiguity and there is nothing you want to, s- yeah, in court today you said uh, you're not here to pretend to be remorseful. Of course not. Why would I do that? Are you remorseful? Not at all. Why? Why would I be? Is that it? Yeah, we'll finish the clip in a minute. Oh my god, what the fuck? You can tell, she just, that is right after she is sentenced, doing an interview about this. Oh my god, she's a loony. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can just tell she has no care for human life. Oh, definitely not. There's not even a shred of that in there. Mm -mm. (sighs) Mm-mm. That is chilling. <laughs> yeah. No, it like right up your spine, down yeah, your spine, for real. whatever direction. <laughs> I don't like that. Good God. <laughs> I know. Like I said, this is a doozy. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. All those puzzle pieces are starting to come together a little bit. I mean, it's a fucked up puzzle, don't get me wrong. Yeah, well, it doesn't really seem like there's too many pieces to me now that we've talked about it a little bit. Yeah. I'm just, it's like slam dunk, yeah, put her away, get it done. I mm-hmm. don't know. What a, what a weirdo, oh God. During that initial interview with police, Angela also stated that this is not the only time that she has killed snitches. Uh, however, she never goes into more details about this and ends up recanting this statement later on. Oh, she does? Mm-hmm. She recants it? Yeah. I, I... She just recants the killings, though. Not Terry's, but the extra killings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think... She said this either to gain some clout in prison or her mental illness had some part to play of, oh, I actually did more than just this sort of thing. Okay. Are we getting into the trial soon? Yes. Because we, I'm, I'm very excited to hear that. And I swear to God, if, it, if it, this is another one of those cases where she says, you know what, actually just joking, uh, Cracker did it, or, oh, it's because I'm mentally ill, I swear to God, (laughs) 
I can't handle that shit. It happens every time there's a trial. They turn on each other, or it's like, nope, I'm crazy, so it's okay. No. Well, here's what she had to say about Cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so police tell her that Cracker admitted to police that both of them had killed Terry. Because remember, he went to prison with Angela because of the armed robbery. So they had the police were able to question Cracker as well. Wait, the armed robbery that, that she got, like, the, that's how she got picked up was because of that armed robbery? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. That, that Cracker was there too? Yeah, I said that, didn't I? No, I don't think that you mentioned that he was there. You just said that she was involved in an armed robbery. Oh, no, her so and her Cracker. her and Cracker. Okay, so they go way back, I guess. They're really just, like, doing this together. Yeah, so how it worked was Angela borrowed Cracker's car, dumped Terry's body in the church, lit it on fire, and then later that day they went and did an armed robbery and got arrested. Okay, see, I didn't know they were together. Oh, yeah, sorry. I just thought they knew each other. Yeah, sorry if I mentioned that. Didn't mention that. Okay. So when police tell her that Cracker admits to both of them killing Terry, Angela says, no, 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 no. That's not what happened. Okay. She insists that he had nothing to do with the torture and killing. She says the only way that Cracker was involved in the this horrible crime is that Angela borrowed Cracker's car to dispose of Terry's body. What the hell? She did the opposite that of is what the, you thought. Yeah, that is the exact opposite. And again, this might just be to gain clout in prison because she's not remorseful, or she could just be psychotic. I don't give a shit. No, that's just because you're insane. What are you... Okay. And I mean, to support Angela's claim of this, the police have never been able to find any evidence linking Cracker to this crime. Wow. So remember that all was happening, that all happened in August of 2009. Okay. On March 29th, 2012, Angela pleads guilty for her charges. She was charged with first degree murder, kidnapping and abandonment, as well as concealment of a human body. Okay. So there is no trial. Oh, okay. So she just straight up pleads guilty. Yep. She's like, yeah, I did it. That surprises me mm-hmm. a lot. But, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like she really wanted to go back there. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. like that's uh, that's crazy. On April 2nd, 2012, she was sentenced to her natural life in prison plus 14 years. Okay. That means no work release, no parole, no nothing can get her out of prison. And she's also not allowed to join any programs that could potentially bring her up for parole good excellent she will be in there until the day she dies good deal so what she said about this was that she was happy to be in prison like she thought it would she thought it was going to be cool she's got family in there she's got her sisters and by family and sisters she means like criminals that she's worked with and not not in the literal sense not in the literal sense yeah so let's talk about her influence in today's world what do you mean? What the hell does that mean? Uh, so we're going to talk about TikTok. No. Yeah. Okay. So you and I, and probably most of the world now post-pandemic, know of TikTok. Right. Like I sent you 20 videos today. Everybody knows of TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so for those of you who don't, TikTok is an app where users will borrow like pop sounds or other audio clips 
to dance or lip sync over. In 2020, TikTok users lip synced to a clip of one of Angela's interviews, and it actually went pretty viral, which I looked it up the other day, and it has over 17,000 views under this specific audio clip that we're going to play right here. What? Yeah. Have I heard this before? I don't think I had, so maybe you haven't. Yeah, odds are I haven't if you haven't. Yeah, so what the users were using it for... I'll go into that after you hear the clip. Okay. Let's just go ahead and, and put the clip in then. Why, why did this man deserve to die? You, you, you claimed he was a snitch. Well, what proof do you have of that? He told me he was a snitch. He told you. On many occasions. You know, uh, it's I like took him to my house, walked him down the street. I don't know why the media acts like the motherfucker couldn't walk. He walked very well. Walked him upstairs, kicked his ass, and killed him. No, but I don't know any of that. Do you believe him? Do you think he really was a snitch? Oops, if he wasn't. Yes, I, I believe he was. Yeah. What the fuck? Oops, if he wasn't? What the hell, man? No, I've never heard that sound on TikTok before. Yeah. So what everyone was using it for, they were putting like an old filter to make it look like it was a 90s VHS recording. And they were pretending to be women, like they were. it was an acting challenge. So they were acting like women who had just killed their husbands. Okay, that's terrible. Uh-huh. What the hell, man? Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I wonder if these people knew that's what it was or what. Some I mean, of them... Somebody had to have when they made it a sound on there. Yeah, they did. And then I, I went through a couple of them just to see if they did know. And some of them hashtagged it with her name. Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that people use that stuff in songs and things, too. Yeah. But, I mean, oops. Yeah, that's that, ridiculous. I can't get over that part. No, there is no remorse there in that in that woman at all. No, where he... And that's the second part of the last clip we played. <clears throat> when you were like, well, is there more? That's the other part. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oops, if you... I can't get over it. She was just like, oops. Yeah. That's not an oops. Spilling milk is an oops. Oh my god. Yeah, there's not any 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 part of her that that even gives a shit. Yeah, no. Kidnapping, torturing, dismembering and burning a body are not oops. No. No. It's ugh. Yeah. So that was back in 2020. She has also inspired something that's still around. That's not just a trend. It's actually a TV show, like a character on a TV show. And I don't think you've seen it because I feel like we would have watched it together. It's a BBC TV show called Killing Eve. I've heard of it before. That's because I told you we should watch it the other day because oh, yeah. I learned about it, this. It's just another one of those things. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I drop little hints to Chase throughout the week. I'm like, oh, hey, we should watch this show because it. That's what I did this week. I was like, we should try Killing Eve, because I found out the character Villanelle, Villanelle, I don't know how to say it. Okay. Um, she's a character inside the show, though. Like, that's the character's name. She's based on Angela. So she's a psycho? That's what I'm gathering. Oh, my God. Okay. If you've seen, I haven't seen this show. Chase hasn't seen this show. Uh, but this does kind of make me want to watch it, just to see what they did with it 
Yeah. Uh, if any of our listeners have watched Killing Eve, message us and let us know if it's good, if it's worth it, if she is a psychotic bitch. Yeah. And if for some reason you aren't convinced that she's a horrible person at this point of the story. Who isn't convinced? Who's not convinced at this know. point? Or if you're not convinced that she's a horrible person because of what she did, this is what she had to say while closing out an interview. Well, we have more still. Mm-hmm. We have a couple. I think we have this one and one more. And for all the listeners, by the way, Chase still has no idea what this woman looks like. He's just going off of her voice. Yeah, that's terrifying enough for me so far. I'm interested for you to see her face. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think she's the picture of Webster's Dictionary, Crazy Eyes. Okay. Okay, so here's that clip. It's pretty rewarding work. It's great for the soul. She says, it's pretty rewarding work. It's great for the soul. Ew. You want me to play it again? No. (laughs) No, I don't. No, I think that's enough for me. Yeah. And then, so where is she now? Let's talk about that. Uh, Well, I hope she's still in there. She is currently residing in Maricopa County Jail in Maricopa, Arizona, serving out her life sentence plus 14 years. She is now actually said to have turned to Islam and found someone ready to marry her since she's been in prison. Who? Ugh. Okay. And then I just, I didn't know where to put this clip, but I need you to hear it so the listeners should probably hear it too. Just another nail in her coffin that she's a horrible human being. Someone's going to marry that woman? Mm-hmm. There's people out here that are single, and they're going to marry her? Mm-hmm. That are not... Okay. I, I, I will never understand people. I don't... Okay. You know, I normally say different strokes for different folks, but this shouldn't even be a stroke. Like... No. Mm-hmm. But okay. a bunch of pe- horrible people have fan clubs. Okay, so here's that clip. Cut him up. Is it hard to chop up a human body? Nah. You'd be amazed. It's quite simple, actually. You should try it. It's only a felony six. Knock it down to a misdemeanor. Dismemberment is a, it's a really low charge. What? She... Ew. She recommends that the person interviewing her chop up a body, because you can knock it down to a misdemeanor, and dismemberment is a really low charge. Now, you should try it. Good God. Now, that interview came from 2015, so that's six years after. Is that right, Math? 2009 to... No, she was sentenced in 2012. That's three years. Three years. I'm still not a math person. Three years since she was sentenced, six years after the crime. Oh, my God. And still, you can hear it. There's no remorse oh, whatsoever. No. It's like when he asked, asked her if it was hard to to chop up a human body... I'm pretty sure he meant not not physically, but mentally is that hard. Yeah. And, and she's like, hell no. No, it's it's piece of cake. Like, yeah. what the fuck, man? She's like, I slice butter, I slice people. Like that. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. What a horrible human being. Yeah. So that is it. That is the case of the deranged, crazy Angela Simpson and the senseless, pointless murder of Terry Neely. Yeah, but... What happened to Cracker, though? 
I couldn't find anything. You couldn't find anything about Cracker? Nope. So I know he was never linked to the murder. He probably did his time for armed robbery and got out, but I don't know. Okay. So when police looked into it and everything, Terry Neely actually was not a snitch. They've Police from day one have said he's never been an informant for the police. Okay, so he just made that shit up. Yeah, that's why I think he may have done it just because, oh, I'm in a wheelchair, I gotta have something cool maybe. Which shouldn't be how it is, but he would tell people he was an informant and police ever since the first day of investigating said, nope, he is never a snitch for anybody. That's just a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so how was, how are you? I see your I'm, drink is gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and have another, I think. I think I might have one after this one. Oh, my God. I that told, was insanity. I told you it was a doozy. Well, I'm glad that she's in there. Yeah. Okay, so you, you already saw what Cracker looked like. Yeah. This is a picture of Terry Neely. Okay. And then Miss Crazy Eyes herself, who coined the phrase. Okay. Da-da-da-da. Oh, my God. I have to say that is not at all what I thought I would be looking at here. Yeah, no. Oh, my hell. Okay. Yep. That is terrifying. Yeah. No, she she's a crazy one. You can just see that she has crazy in her eyes. Yeah. That's... It's the smile, man. Yeah. That's like... Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in this week to Late Night Murder. We hope you were interested in the telling of this case. God, I, I, I sure have mixed feelings about it. It was a crazy story, but my God, that was brutal. I know. Join us next week as we head to Florida and talk about the murders of Blake and Mary Jo Hadley. stay up to date on everything at late night murder you can follow us on our social medias you can find us on facebook and instagram at late night murder podcast as well as tiktok and then you can also follow us on twitter at ln murder podcast as always thank you so much for the reviews keep them coming late night listeners are the best listeners you can listen to late night murder on apple Podcasts, spotify audible and all your favorite podcast platforms and if you just can't get enough of late night murder there will be bonus content available for our supporters including mini episodes and full-length episodes if you are enjoying what we're doing here at late night murder and you want to show support you can go to our patreon where the link is in the show notes as well as on our social medias all right bye bye